and it's Leclerc on provisional pole, trying to get pole for the second week in a row. But here now comes Sergio Perez, purple in the middle sector. Perez has never been on pole in his Formula One career so far. And it's a career that takes him to 215 qualifying sessions. Sergio Perez puts his Red Bull on pole by just two one hundredths of a second. Perez could be celebrating a first ever pole unless this man can stop him. And it's Verstappen across the line. Verstappen's only on the second row. Sergio Perez at the 215th time of asking has put his car on pole position. Bravo, Sergio Perez. Lights out and away we go! Should we put out a Lewis alert because someone was missing? First time that he has missed out since 2009 when it comes to pure pace. 2017 was the last time he didn't make it, but 2009, last time he failed to reach Q2 on pure pace. So what pace. are your initial thoughts? They've... Had a f less than a week to make adjustments. They've gone with a different setup. It's obviously not favorable to Lewis. Um, initially, you want to panic. Hey, wait. It's not favorable to Lewis? Yeah, obviously, he doesn't feel strong enough in the car. But they have similar setups, him and George. Yeah, but they're two different people. So so you're excusing Lewis from this? I'm not excusing it from Okay, okay, okay. Continue on. No, but... I thought you were excusing the, Lewis the from setup, his performance. Lewis and the setup's not working. So it's either Lewis or the setup, one or the other. Okay. And... Um, you know, Lewis said in his interview, struggled with balance, and the setup's not working. Those were his words. Yeah. I just think he was missing in action today. Yeah. I will say that uh, it's one race. I'm not saying George Not even a race. Him. It's one qualifying. So I'm not coming out and saying anything. But uh, for someone that came out and said that this can be my best year, the only thing I can judge you off is how you beat your teammate. And he was off by a second on that lap. Yeah. So what do you think, um, you know, like I said, to just turn a blind eye and be like, oh, everything's fine. Like, no, you if you don't panic a little bit. But why are you panicking, though? I mean, we're not we're not talking top 10 here. But who are we panicking about? Are we it's, talking about Mercedes the fact or that Lewis? Mercedes and Lewis got to figure this out. The pressure's on both I of them. I think it's more Lewis because clearly George shown there's pace in the car to get, at least get to Q3. Yeah. And so, I mean. So, I mean, I don't think Mercedes needs to panic. I think. You start asking question marks of where's Lewis's head? Is he sleeping at the wheel? Or I don't want to say he's washed because I don't think Lewis is washed, but what is going on with Lewis? Yeah, last time you said he was washed, we saw what happened. Well, what did I well, what did I say, though? Is he's washed or he's mailing it in for the beginning of the year? Which one, which one do you think it was? I mean, you corrected it after. No, I said he's either washed or he's not trying that hard. Yeah. So, But anyways, but my point is, is why could George find pace but Lewis couldn't find pace? Obviously, the setup is not working with Lewis. I yeah, mean, that's, but, that's but the reality the of it. But here's the thing. Lewis has input on his setup, and you heard on radio said, I just couldn't find improvements. So he that's said, a Lewis thing. Yeah, I mean, he apologized. That's a Lewis thing, right? That's not a, that's not a setup thing because George found a way to improve the car at every single at, through the qualifying, right? Like, he got, to the, uh, he got lower numbers, right? So he was figuring it out. Lewis did not figure it out. So I don't want to excuse Lewis from this performance. It's not... It's a setup. It's this is a loose performance, and if you weren't happy with the setup, you had FP one, FP two, FP three to fix that. Yeah, and there, he was bad in all three. Yeah, he wasn't great in all three. So it's like 
if you don't feel comfortable in the car, well, that's a whole different conversation. That's but George is clearly doing something right with the car. Last week, George had a bad Q3 lap, whatever. But George showed he had pace throughout the whole weekend. Lewis has not showed he had a great pace this weekend. So Lewis I'm not letting Lewis off, uh, off the hook like that. Yeah, I don't think either of us will land him off the hook. It's disappointing. Um, I think it's going to be a terrible performance tomorrow. We've got two weeks till Melbourne. Um, and, I mean, if you just look at the, the picture I sent you before we jumped on, the car looks significantly different from last week. And that's for both drivers. Mm -hmm. So Mercedes is trying to make adjustments. And, I mean, we're not just talking minor adjustments. The car looks different. Yeah, I mean, the so car looks different. As a constructor, irrespective of where George finished today, um, Mercedes is not where they need to be. And they're but, not even close. Yeah, I mean, he, how far was he actually off by pace? By 0.6? I mean, that's what we expected. They brought half a second off. Like, between half a second to uh, 0.75 of a second. So I mean, And Alpine is, is ahead. Yeah, I, I also think that, um, like, one Alpine's ahead. Yeah. So I don't know, like... I, I, I think Mercedes is... Well, technically, I, I mean, you've got... Russell split the Alpines, but if you look at the constructors, Alpines ahead of Mercedes. What do you mean they're ahead? Because Lewis is so far down. Yeah, but if, what do you mean? The construct the constructor championship still has zero points. This of race course, doesn't mean yeah. anything. So, but, so my point is, at the end of the day, Mercedes shouldn't panic. Like I said, week five is when I'll start making stronger statements on where I feel teams are, but... Today was was a Lewis thing, in my opinion, because he even said he couldn't find improvements. And when you look at the facts, like George just had more raw pace for the whole weekend. Definitely. And uh, Lewis said in one of his interviews, he can't wait to go home. Yeah, because he's uh, he's having a tough time. And you'll, we'll see how the seven-time champ responds. I mean, I don't think he's washed at all. Because, I mean, like I said, he was the best driver that left the grid at Abu Dhabi in terms of between him and Max. And those are the two best drivers on the planet. And he, um, he just hasn't looked strong. I mean, Mercedes ha hasn't had a strong car, so we'll see what happens, man. What do you expect from him tomorrow? Will he climb up? Um, I don't know. Give me, give me some time to think about it. We'll get, we'll get to that at the end of the show. I guess we got to talk about Max. Or where else do you want to start? Because this I think, is, I think Checo and Max, bro. I think that's the only place that's rightfully. I mean, this is start. just hilarious that it's not a race, but we had you know two red flags. Over an hour and a half of no no qualifying. Yeah, that's what this I mean, this track is just. Um, I mean, I called it. Drivers struggle. I called it. It might, you know, they say Monaco's hardest. Maybe after two weekends well, there, they're going to say that this is the hardest street circuit. Monaco doesn't have the pace you have at Jeddah, so it's like they're two different circuits. So, and we saw Alonso at the end almost lose it again. Wasn't that Ocon? It was that Alonso. was Alonso. He had a French helmet on. I'm pretty sure it was Ocon, but I could be wrong. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I mean, it's not Monaco. I told you, Monaco's a boring circuit. I, I also said this circuit's a qualifying circuit, so I really expect it to be interesting tomorrow because strategy will play a big part. I wonder how tired Dag will be. Um, but ultimately, Red Bull, well, Checo did his thing. I feel like Max kind of struggled with the car. So Max I've, struggled. So I feel like Max, we're going to have to talk about Max a little bit, but the Ferraris did what they're supposed to. I think Checo just had a beautiful lap. It just came down to Checo having Checo's words. He could try, redo that lap 2,000 times, and he wouldn't get it. Yeah, he had, like, Max had 95% of a lap of a lifetime last year, and now Checo had a lifetime lap this year. How long has Checo been in F1? And it's like, you know, you just, maybe once in your career, you get a lap like that. 
Yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to dig into that. But yeah, it's his first poll. First poll, man. Which is great. We titled our last episode, Will Carlos Sainz Get His First Poll? He had a provisional poll, but Checo stole the show. Yeah, I don't know. Max struggled today. He did not find grip, but you could see his rears were sliding all over the place. He was aggressive on on, on the radio saying that these tires suck. Yeah, I mean, that's the way Max is, right? So I'm not going to... I don't know. It, it was interesting to see that Checo qualified Max. And you know what? It will be a long year for those two if Checo's uh, outperforming Will Max. we see Christian Horner intervene and prioritize Max? I don't think so. Because that would be complete bullshit. I don't think so. But if you saw when when Checo got pole and Max finished fourth, it didn't seem Christian Horner was as happy as he normally was nope. when you saw Max. And that's where it's like... We always see how accommodating Checo has been in just one year for Max. Will Max be so accommodating for Checo? Yeah, I think Max will help him win. I, I don't know if Max will. Uh, you have to, bro. He helped you win a world championship. Like but you, that will show the true character of this team. Yeah, it will. But, I mean, we'll wait and see what happens. I mean, Max can get off the better starting end up in first place on uh, tomorrow. So, we'll see what happens. It'd be amazing if Max doesn't get a podium tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, I think the podium's locked up, Red Bull, Ferrari, for the next two, three weeks. So it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a long climb for Mercedes. It's all about damage limitation. So we'll just we'll see what happens. They got lucky in race one, and uh, we'll see if they get any luck tomorrow. But <clears throat> I mean, this there's there's definitely gonna be more red flags to come. Oh, this track, drivers. Why did you not think there was gonna be a red flag? You know what? I I was just like. Quality, like everyone should know now. It's the second time there, but I was wrong. But I'm saying, like, there's there's a couple facts, right, that are clear. A, that track's hard to the hot air sits in that track, so there's a lot of dirty air sitting there. And B, last year we had so many red flags with cars that they've driven a lot of those drivers for five six years. Similarly, right, because they're similar cars, and this is a whole new car which is harder to control. So I'm like. There's no way that we don't have a lot of drama on the circuit. Like, I just, I didn't see a world where we didn't have a lot of red flags. I just, you know, as much as uh, red flags just add uh, variables to the race, I hope we don't have multiple red flags. It just stalls out. Uh, I don't care if we have red flags, honestly. I mean, if uh, if any driver wants to go into wall lightly, do I mind lightly where they don't get injured? I mean, that's just because they couldn't control the car. But I felt like a lot of accidents were because... It's just downforce, like you see rear slipping out. So I don't know. I feel like that's a constructor thing too. Like this, this championship is truly a constructor championship. It's not a driver's championship. Ferrari has the best car, man. They do, and I they mean, look so smooth out there. They've from damn Barcelona. They've looked this good. Yeah. So let's jump into Ferrari. So you're on the belief that Signs is going to do better this year, right? Yeah. Two races in are you a two kind of events, not races, because we obviously have tomorrow. Are you still under belief that Sainz is a better driver there or going to have the better year? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think once he figures it out, uh, even on his final lap where he had the, pro, not his final lap, but when he had his provisional pole there in Q3, he was also on uh, used tires because he was just... But he said he liked the way the used tires felt yeah, better. He so liked that's it. a preference thing. Exactly, it's a preference thing. So once he figures out, because we do know that the new tire will perform better once you know how to use it. Yeah, but my whole thing with him is that he he obviously is a good driver, right? Mm-hmm. No one can deny that Sainz is a good driver. I think he's can squeeze one championship, like kind of like a Kimmy. Kimmy, but nothing has shown me that he's a better driver than Charles this year. Charles has outperformed Charles, him. Well, in- it's not an outperform. 
when you talk about natural driving instinct, what has he shown that he's better than Charles? Charles is driving with a new car better, right? Mm-hmm. They're both had on a new setup. Who's taking that car by the rails? Charles is. So I don't see why you can still think, and I understand it's early, but I don't know. I don't understand why your opinion, and I would love to hear the reasoning behind it. Not, I just don't want to go backwards on what, you, what I called saying. I'm saying, after one race. But I'm saying, why do you think Charles, uh, what has Carlos shown you that he's the better driver than Charles? Because Charles learned the, 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 the new car faster than him. He looks like he has it more in control, and he seems to get more out of the car, and he seems to ride the rails more on the car. Like, he's shown he's a better driver so far, but I'm saying, what are you still seeing from Carlos that's encouraging, that's keeping I, I you on that? I think today, that Q3 lap that he put in what was a huge step in the right direction. Yeah, but Charles then came out and destroyed that lap. I wouldn't say destroyed it. He beat it by, like, 0.2 two, two seconds, I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess we're calling that destroyed, but... You're, you're not calling that destroyed in, in, when you have the same car? It was two hundredths of a second. It was two tenths of a second, I'm pretty sure. Okay, we can double check. Yeah. But irrespective, I think that Carlos will figure it out. Um, maybe ask me again after five races. Five races? Because I just haven't seen anything from Carlos that shows he's a better driver than Charles yet. But he's been pretty transparent um, last weekend and even today saying that he's still... Still working his way in and figuring it and out. And I think Charles is too, because he said that last weekend too. He, he's still figuring out the car as well. And then like, we'll see them at peak performance. Yeah. But irrespective, it puts Ferrari in a great place. It does, it does. So I was just curious on your thought process on why you're sticking with signs. Ferrari, man. They, they're, they are leaps and bounds ahead of really everyone at this point. So this is an early prediction. Is that, is If you had to bet on it right now, is this Mercedes down year? I don't think so. I'm talking about like, do they lose a the constructor? Like, if if you're a betting man today, what are you betting? Yes or no? You take take your heart out of it. I know you're a Mercedes homer, but I'm saying if you're betting your life on it today, would betting you bet my on Ferrari life on or would today. you bet on Mercedes? If I'm betting my life on it, I think I got to put Ferrari on the constructors. Why well, did not? I thought you'd still ride with Mercedes, but I I think that I think this I think that this year is going to be very interesting for Mercedes. It'll show how good of a it'll show if they're either as as really good as people say they are as a constructor because they either figure it out or they don't. As I'm watching this today, and obviously as a, a Mercedes fan, the emotional part of it is extremely frustrating. Um, how does a constructor as good as them just screw up their car this badly? But they didn't screw up the car, though. They did. No, I, I, I don't think they screwed up the car, but let me hear your reason. Okay, so um, one, the car has multiple aero problems, hence the porpoising. Okay. Okay. Um, also, from a technical standpoint, the power unit doesn't have the top speed like it used to. Okay. Um, but is that because they screwed up the also, car or Red Bull just... The I mean, only car that has these innovative... Um, Small things like with the side mirrors through to no side pods. So it's like everything that they've done is obviously not working. Okay, so hang on. Is their top speed power unit really gone or is it because their porpoising is high and they've had to adjust the height of their car? I'm asking you. You tell me. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. So they took a risk with their innovation. If this is what it looks like all year and the cars are Bosch, then I'm ready to say that they made a mistake with their car. We all understand that the general consensus is that the science behind their car is really good. It's about unlocking that potential. So how are you going to say they they made a mistake with their car? It's we're we're, we're one and a half events in. But uh, I led with and this year. The, but the, this year is all about development. George, every single driver said 
this year is all about car development. We'll see at the end of the year. The beginning of the year won't be as uh, as practical, uh, be as impactful. So for you to say it's a failure or, or mistake, whatever you said it was earlier, I'm not going to paraphrase you, but on, on those terms, I think you're jumping the gun. I'm not jumping the gun because I led with, as a, as a fan, the emotional standpoint, it's frustrating. Yeah, it but, looks you, like they but made you a said, mistake. But you said the car, they've made a mistake with the car, but they did Yeah, didn't. but from a nonpartisan standpoint, I understand that it's a, a race and a half in. Yeah, but 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 it doesn't change the fact that they haven't made a mistake with the car. It's too early to say that. We'll see. But it's too early to say that because- Of course, because but we'll see. Because we're one and a half races in and they haven't figured out a porpoising issue. It's just a constructor that's won as much as they have. The fact that they didn't get it right from the jump. Yeah, but but you can't make that claim because they didn't. Nobody had real life application with the porpoising on the belts that they that they did aerodynamic testing. You can't test that. Yeah, you can't. So it's like you can't blame that on Mercedes. You blame them on the development of their car over the next year. And the other thing is, you know, you can simply raise a car, but then you lose downforce. top line speed. Exactly. So, so so that's why it's like for you saying their power unit is the worst. I want to wait. It's the worst. Well, it's not up. To, what did you say then? I said they're losing in top line speed. Yeah. So whatever it is, until they fix their issues, if they got five races, not ready to put anything on wax. Yeah. Just because at the end of the day, their car, it's their two, their two races in two weeks in literally to mm-hmm. the season, into the actual season. And we've got a long year ahead. We got a long year ahead. We saw what happened between Max and Lewis. And all it does is take for them to unlock their development and their go and it's go time, right? So we saw Red Bull look like before they put their new side pod the side pods on. So I, I'm just I think it's crazy that you think their car is a mistake this early in. Just let me let me clarify for all the all the listeners. There's two aspects. From an emotional standpoint, it's extremely frustrating. Yeah, but it doesn't doesn't make it a mistake. From a, from a Formula One standpoint, it's not even two races. They've got all year to figure it out. No one says it's not frustrating. It's frustrating seeing what McLaren's doing, but. To say it's a mistake is crazy, in my opinion. We're so early into the season. That, that's my only point. Yeah, I think you're just running with the way I said mistake in the wrong way, but that's fine. Yeah. Can move yeah. on. Keep I, it pushing. Yeah. So what do you think about Lando? I mean, they, they looked a little bit better today, but I mean. I thought it was a, I thought it was a step up because they barely, uh, I mean, what you found out today is at least they made improvements in the car because both Lando and Danny were 11th and 12th. Yeah, 11th. So 12th. it wasn't... Um, it wasn't terrible because they actually showed their car was developed, yeah, which was least, my concern. At least they moved forward. That was my Mercedes concern. Mercedes moved backwards. Well, I don't think Mercedes moved backwards. I think Lewis moved backwards. George is right in six. Yeah, but if we're talking the team as a whole, McLaren moved yeah, forward. I think Mercedes it was just a mistake from Lewis, though. I'm keeping that. George made a mistake last qualifying. I think Lewis had a bad bad qualifying. Yeah, so, at least George's mistake still kept him in P5. Yeah, well, he was P, didn't he start off in P9? He started off in P9, bro. Oh, let's see. This. He started off in P9 and then he passed Bottas and everybody. So, but remember, I oh, said yeah, on last right. podcast, I was very concerned with McLaren because they kept going backwards since the beginning. But it was good to see him take steps forward. But it, what's crazy is that, like, we obviously we can talk about McLaren a bit more if you have anything else to say about them. I don't really have much. I was just really no. happy they moved forward. It seems like Red Bull, well, Alpha Tori specifically, still can't get all their stuff figured out. Like, Yuki's having issues. Obviously, Pierre had a pretty good qualifying. He rubbed the wall. That's why he didn't obviously get to get a last flying lap off. But they keep having issues, which is very concerning. Definitely. I mean, Yuki didn't even get a lap time in, you know, before the end of uh, Q1. Yeah, and you know what? It's like he he had an issue last week, and now he has an issue again this week. So it always puts him at the back of the grid 
or at least towards the bottom half of the grid. And it's like, we saw what Yuki did last week. And it's like, I'm kind of frustrated for Yuki because I want to see what Yuki can actually do this year in his second year. Yeah. And just think about how frustrated he is. Yeah. I mean, what do you even say to your engineers? Like, like fix this shit. And you know, Yuki's definitely taking a step forward from last year because um, we haven't, uh, maybe they just haven't showed us any of it, but we haven't heard him on the radio or, or anything. Well, you said when you listen to, um, or when you watch Drive to Survive or whatever content you watch on Yuki's, he's learned to fix it. He worked with his team on how yeah, to fix it. Yeah, I mean, delivery, they, right? the team made drastic changes to his living situation, to help got him, him a coach, uh, just worked on his overall behavior. Which is good. Um, how did you overall feel about, obviously, let's talk about the accents. Latifi. Just I'm lost not, the rears. He guys. lost the rears. At the same time, it's like, Latifi's just not look good this year at the start Both of this year. Both Williams drivers have been so meh. Yeah, but I mean, like, let's put it in perspective. We never expected big things out of the, the Williams car, right? It just comes to a point, though, with Latifi is I really want to understand why he has one of 20. I don't think he's a better driver than a lot of people on the grid. Like, because I, I think I he's think at the he bottom of my grid. a lot of money. I don't know what it is, but anything that we have watched... When whether it's with a teammate or whatever, is he is not he's not a good F one driver. I, I think I think you have to give the Nick uh, seat to Nick DeVries, but I'll say, remember we thought that Williams would take a jump this year and fight for sixth or seventh, but they've just they're just back to they 10. They brought in investment; it's done nothing for them. So, how much do you put this to George not being there? I think you have to put a lot to that because George is Mercedes brought George in for a reason. He is an incredibly talented individual. And even when you look at Joss Capito, the principal for Williams, like he said the departure for George was going to really set them back. But do you remember them, someone else saying like, George is not as good as they think they are because Latifi towards the end of the year caught up to George. Like yeah, that's just cap. It, yeah. What, it is what it is. But you know, those narratives. Latifi is honestly, <laughs> this is just me critiquing him as a racing driver. He is not it. Yeah. You know what? I think you should put in Nick DeVries instead of him. That's just my thoughts. Uh, I, I just, I'm just, I mean, I was wrong. I thought Williams would take a step forward. And but just gone think backwards. about how many drivers there are out there that are capable, right? And this is where the Magnussen um, example is huge. As Magnussen was out of F1. He comes in and he has made an impact one and a half races in. Yeah. So he's into Q3 can, again today. We can jump into Magnussen. Um, how much do you attribute to just like, BWT day 2019 them having a really good car like the Ferrari cars look all the Ferrari uh, powered engine unit whatever the yeah the Ferrari powered, powered cars, cars look they good. all look great like but I don't know like remember you got to still drive mm, the car right you do and he's beating his teammate which I'll give him a lot of credit for but remember Bottas and Joe are competing for, for yeah Bottas was into six but, again today and, and I just want to put the note out that he destroyed Joe today he's shown why he's he has does have his reputation because he was up in Q two by I think like point seven point eight seconds like that's almost and Joe still second. put a valid effort in at the end of Q two I mean he, he still finished twelfth I think right so I mean that's still thirteenth thirteenth right yeah. okay so Danny Rick finished twelfth Andy yeah. Danny yeah I think Joe but my whole point is is that Bottas is shown why he is still considered a pretty good driver on the grid, especially in qualifying. To put that Alfa Romeo, and again, how much of that is still Ferrari-powered? You know, I think there's a lot. Well, to that, that's overall, because I'm looking at the units. When you look at how Haas and Alfa Romeo's performing, I'm just looking at teammates now. Like, he's kind of made Joe look kind of mediocre. Like, yeah. bad, if, if I must say. But Joe's been better than... 
the Williams, the Aston Martin. Well, how much do you put in cars for that? Right? Yeah. We, we're talking this purely is, teammates. This is a tough part, right? Yeah, we're to talking really purely evaluate teammates. That. And Haas is definitely a Ferrari copy. Yeah, so let's talk about... The they whole. still have a lot of porpoising. I'm not sure if you noticed that. Yeah, I mean, all the cars still have a decent amount. Like, did, did you see the cam when, with Lando Norris? Yeah, bro. So I think what they did is... Remember, they didn't have the pace? They probably let go of their porpoising a little bit to get more pace in the car. It's going to be a tricky year, man, because they didn't have that much bouncing uh, last last week. Like, from at least what I yeah. saw, they had a lot... You saw the, the cam with his helmet on. Yeah. Like, he was just like... It looked like he was at a theme so, park. So just first impressions, like... Are you happy with this new car? No, I'm not. Because it is hindered performance and the eye test. So today was the first time though where I saw actual laps looking fast. Let me ask you this, okay? So I, I, I'll throw the question back to you differently. So you asked me if I'm happy with the new car. Are you okay with the season so far this year or did you like the season better last year? I'd like this year better because it's... Okay, Ferrari is definitely dominated, but it has showed that so far, one and a half in, anyone can compete in the top of the mid-pack. So I'm so that's valid. I'm on the other side because I don't like how it's become more of a constructor championship. Yeah, we're we're literally not seeing a driver competition. It's very early. What what I'm seeing is teammates versus teammates. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know how good Yuki is. Mick can't control his car. Clearly, Lewis doesn't have balance of his car. Like, I just feel like we don't get as much driving now, and it's a lot of drama around how's your car performing rather than the driver. Like, we haven't been, like, I think I'll like the season a lot more in, in five ra- five races when teams have figured out their car because nobody's figured out their car yet, and it just feels like a shit show in yeah. a way. I mean, last year we had a season for the ages, the best duel ever. We went into the last race of the season tied on points. But I'm not, I'm even talking up to race two or three, like, I understood that there was there's a clear favorite, which there there still is a clear favorite, yes or no? I mean, I would say that the favorite it's is Red Max. Bull Ferrari. Like not talking about drivers. Like, last year's Mercedes Red Bull. This year it's Ferrari Red Bull, right? Yeah. Like that's there's still a clear pecking order. Nothing's changed. The mid pack is a little bit more uh, congested and a little bit more open. But at the end of the day, I don't know if someone's car is just gonna blow up on the track because they're porpoising too more, or someone's car is gonna give up. Like. I don't like that aspect of the season because there's too many, too much unknown, too much variables, right? Like I just want to get back to racing where it's like, okay, Mercedes has their car. I don't have to worry about their car blowing out. Like think about George, and, uh, sorry, Mick and Latifi's blow car going into the wall. I don't know. If Mick kind of Mick hit up. the curb. It kind of looked like he, he, before he hit the curb, he had oversteered and that could be because of the downforce of the car. And it's just like, I don't know if that's a Mick thing or if that's a, how the downforce is reacting in the car. Like he could have been losing his rears a little bit. So that's why he oversteered, but I'm just not enjoying that part of it. You know, Toto said going into quality today that he didn't expect um, Lewis to even be in the top 10 based on his performance all weekend. So it's like the teams know that they're, they're struggling. Yeah. And I, and to be honest, I'm not and you know, when people said that, when, when Toto said that, like people were like, yeah, that, there's no way, but he didn't even make it out of Q1. But that's why I'm not a fan of it, bro. Crazy. Yeah. Um, we should talk about the accident. Yeah, I mean, which one, Mick? Yeah, I mean, he obviously had to be airlifted to the hospital. Yeah, I mean, it was a bad accident. It was a really uh, bad accident. Close to 170 miles an hour. I, That's I at least got 50 the, Gs. They've said, you know, I think I heard 70, but then it could have also sounded like 30. But regardless. Th- it's it's a lot of impact. And, you know, I don't I wouldn't expect Mick to race tomorrow anyways, even if they could field car. That whole car 
was destroyed. That's like a, I think that's like $3 million. That's right. That's what I thought. I'm like, this is, you have to rebuild a whole new car. Three. And you know, you don't have the, you don't have the room for that mistake this year. Cause they've even dropped the salary cap. Yeah, with the cost cap. Because it went You've from two weeks to, to fix this. If you had a race next weekend, it was a triple header, you may not have a car ready. Yeah, so think about it. If that's $2 million and you already dropped by $5 million, I mean, they had a lot of accidents last year. I'm sure they budgeted for it. But I think they have more employees this year because of all the Ferrari employees. So we'll see what happens. But I th- they have less money too because your colleague's gone. Or you, you, I don't even know what the name is. Yeah, even though they got the full back for that, we'll see if they end up uh, losing it in court. Oh, um, is that that's where they're at right your now? Your paid for the whole season up front. Obviously, didn't get a benefit from any of it, so they're suing Haas. Oh, so what? Do you, what's kind of the early verdict on the case? Um, it's very early. They've 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 said that they're going to sue Haas, but there's nothing like. Um, there's, I mean, at the end of the day, no. I'm saying, is there anything <laughs> that that you've heard that like which side they may favor on or is, no? Your uh, argument is we've pay, they pay for the whole year up front and they didn't get anything out of it. Yeah, okay. That's but fair. I mean, you know, in every contract, there's clauses like, you know, if you go if you go kill someone as a professional athlete, your contract can be canceled. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, so there's moral clauses and stuff. That's so right. we'll see what happens, right? We will see, but at least for now, they have the bag. If um, they don't get that money, I'm, I'm a little worried for them. But, you know, I could see Gunter, he calling Gene. Uh, can you send a wire? I need a couple minutes. Gene will do it, though. If they're, like, sitting in fourth or fifth in the construction championship, I think Gene will think it's worth it. Yeah, you know, at, at least if you're Gene, you're like, man, this is a great well, year. We're not bottom. We're not the, bottom. We're into Q3. How long do you think Haas stays up in the upper half? I told you going into today that K-Mac was going to be there again. And I don't see I don't see them falling out anytime soon. So you At think, least half the season. Do you think they finish in the top 5 to end the year? Early prediction. I won't nobody's going to hold you to this. Just a quick Yeah, they can finish 5th. You really think they finished fifth? Okay, I like it. You, you're you're a Haas believer now. I don't think they They're do. A Cinderella story, man. You gotta I, feel good. I don't feel think good they story. do because purely out of this, even if Ferrari wins, it goes. Even if we go right now, it goes Ferrari, Red Bull, Mercedes, Alfa Romeo. I think they're a better team than Haas. Oh, it's so hard to even say Mercedes right now. Listen, you can. I'm talking about at the end of the year, Mercedes okay. will figure it out, and then you think of Alpine. <clears throat> I don't think Haas is beating Alpine. Do you think McLaren will figure it out? I think McLaren's ahead of them too, but I'm just saying like I those five teams right now look stronger than me than Haas. So I just building on this and the whole cost cap, it was brought up briefly. I caught it. Um, they said, does Mercedes and Lewis Hamilton take a penalty early to try figure this out? And I don't know what they meant by that. Like if there's actually something wrong with their car and you like, maybe there's a rule where you can like, Maybe rebuild it, but you pay a huge fine and there's a penalty. Maybe well, no, places. I think it's I just, don't know. I think it's a grid penalty. Maybe they re-swap. Maybe, maybe what I they mean, do is just swap out an extra engine. But they have only used one engine so far. I mean, so with Lewis and what, 16? No, because what you can do, bro, is you can actually, so this is me just using F1 2022, 21, hoping that it's actually accurate. You can pick your fourth engine now. So maybe what they're saying is just pick your fourth engine now and you drop four places on the grid. Like it's not that big of a deal. That's what they might be talking about. Because you can actually... Because you know how, like, you have three slotted engines? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you can designate your fourth right now. Yeah. So that would make sense. Like, I'm not mad at that. They should do that. They'd be stupid not to. Like, starting at 20th or 16th... It doesn't matter at this point. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Do what you point. need. Yeah. So, you know, think about this. Race ended on Sunday. Uh, you got lucky with the podium. You, you know, you get to... Jada. You pretty much had... They said three days 
to make changes. Mm-hmm. We've now got two weeks till Melbourne. Uh, do you think it it gives you a little bit more breathing room to kind of figure things out? No, I mean, I think they're still figuring things out right now as we speak. Like, I don't think it matters. Like, honestly, I think Mercedes Brackley, that's where they were located. I think they're going 24 seven to figure this thing out. Like, I don't think that matters. Because, you know, obviously Lewis doesn't like knocking out a Q1. Let's just knock it ourselves here. He's, you know, he said he wants to go home. Like, I'm sure he's really upset. But then think about Toto. Like, Toto does not like this. Toto is probably, he is probably on the phone with his senior engineers. And it's like, we need to figure this out like yesterday. Yeah. And for Lewis, you know, will we see him? Because um, I know last weekend, he ended up going back to the paddock overnight and working late into the night with his engineers. Will we see that again um, because he's just Mm-mm. dedicated to to fix things? Mm-mm. I don't think so. I think he knows the car's a write-off. I think yeah. he understands, like, the car is what it is. Like, And there's nothing that can be changed in yeah, the moment. Yeah, he's like, it's not going to be changed at the moment. Let's just take our loss and let's move on to Australia. And this is where, as you start to look at how this season can... Um, you know, how it can pan out. That DNF at the start for Red Bull may end up being a huge, like, Baku nightmare. See, I don't think so because I think Ferrari's just going to run away with it. I'm going to, and that's going to be so boring if that's the case. No, I'm talking about like, it's going to be Ferrari, Red Bull, Mercedes, but Ferrari's got enough of a jump to get the, and they're, I think they're already ahead of Red Bull. So I think like that won't play as much of a drastic start as Red Bull, as sorry, last year. But listen, I could be wrong, but I'm just saying, I think if Ferrari takes it, they're going to run away with it. So, so I Ferrari don't runs with the difference. constructors. Do we still think there'll be a championship championship fight between Lewis and Max? Or now, is it 100% safe to say that you have to factor in a Ferrari driver? Uh, I think, didn't, I, didn't we say we had to factor in Charles? Like he'd be fighting with them. Yeah, I mean, we, we've been pretty consistent on the fact that it was going to be a three You said team. Carlos, I picked Charles. Like we said yeah. that a Ferrari would compete for a championship. Yes, L- I less mean, than hundred points. I, I don't think you can rule anybody else, right? It has to be a Ferrari because it's either Charles Leclerc or Carlos Sainz that's going to be getting a lot of points. I mean, if either of them win today, they're going to have either fifty points. Charles is going to have fifty points, barring a DNF, close to fifty points or 40, 42. And Max is, if he wins, is only have twenty five. So it's like he's already off to a good start. Ferrari's car is is ahead of everybody's car right now. So it looks great. This was the first. Um, time this season that the cars looked in at times incredible like the Ferrari car looked like it was on rails I mean obviously Checo's lap looked like it was on rails yeah I think that the the Jadal course is a little bit easier to maintain in terms of um I mean it's a super fast circuit. yeah it's, that's what I'm saying it's like high speed corners so I think it looks a little better I, I'm very curious to see what the car looks like in Monaco like that's when you'll really yeah. understand like what what it looks like in low speed corners and stuff like that and how they come out. I mean, of this track talking twenty seven turns. Uh, obviously, the curves are pretty aggressive. It is for qualifying. It's probably one of the best circuits. Man. It's a great qualifying track, and I think that's what I've been consistent with. But I think really when you look at Monaco, I think you'll because there's no space. Like they widened Jada right at some yeah. points, and even the changes they made, they were not obvious because the car still struggled. Yeah, I think that's just because of the cars, bro. Like, I think if you put the 2021 cars on the circuit... It would destroy. Yeah. I, I we really saw 128. Like, we got to think, think about it, right? Like, they lose in 127-something last year, right? I don't know. I think it was a 127-7. But 
if you put the last year's car with more space on, I think it would get like closer to 126, like almost. Yeah, so, but. Um, especially coming out of that last hairpin, if you can get that exit right, yeah, that, more like, space. That's that's kind of my thought process behind it. I'm not really sold on, um, on like the car being a lot better this week. I think, like I said, week five. I think that's when teams will really start to figure it out. So. We know what the grid is going to look like to start tomorrow, but we also know the history of this track. So, yeah, it's nice to start in the front, but with red flags as, you know, having a high possibility, it could literally screw the whole, whole grid. So, yeah, let's talk about that. So, you remember how I said that George would make a mistake and not make it to Q3? Mm-hmm. I think George is going to make a make one of those mistakes in the and race. Crash. He almost uh, crashed he, in Q3 listen, today. I hope he doesn't crash. I'm not trying to... Um, I'm not trying to jinx my boy George, my favorite driver, but I just feel like something's coming from him. But uh, yeah, I think so. My I have I still have Charles winning the race. I have Max number two. I somehow think Red Bull's gonna fuck up Checo like on on a pit and give it to Max. That would be so. I have a, be so mad. I have a one Ferrari, two three Red Bull, four Ferrari. Man, and George George does not finish fifth. I think he finishes. If he doesn't have a mistake, he finishes like seventh or sixth. I think Lewis makes his way to tenth. That's kind of what my grid looks like tomorrow. Lewis gets in the tenth. I mean, that'll be that'll be well, you okay think from a driving it, right? standpoint. Wow. Okay, he shows. You gotta think about it. Like he's gonna pass the Williams, right? He's a better driver than all of them. There's no way Lance Stroll and Nico Hulkenberg are holding him back. Do you think they are able? I don't even know if this is allowed to go back to the same setup as last weekend, overnight. Well, why not? Right. It depends on what you've changed, but you have to change it at a certain because point. Because when you look at the picture, rear wing, front wing, but, completely but, but, different. But you wouldn't want that though, because there's a lot of corners on that. This is a lot of high speed. So like mm. the, the cars are fair, designed for fair. this track, right? So, so, uh, we both had max in our top three. Obviously he didn't finish. You had Charles first. Um, I had max first. I didn't even have check on my top. And I don't, you had him fifth. I had him fifth, yeah. I had Lewis fourth, didn't I? Yeah, Lewis fourth. Wow, I was wrong on that one. Like, really, really Great. wrong. We both had Lewis fourth. I had K-Mag fifth. Um, so, anyways, are we going to do our predictions? Yeah, let's do our predictions. Let's wrap it up. So, okay, hang on. Tell, tell, me, tell me what you had one to five for, qual- for qualifying today. What I had yeah, predicted? Yeah, yeah. I had Max, Charles, Carlos, Lewis, K-Mag. What did I have? Charles, Max, Signs, Lewis, Checo. So the only one I hit was Signs. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I already gave you my predictions. I have Max, sorry, I have Charles number one, Max and Checo two, three. Charles one, Max, Checo. Two, three. Carlos fourth. And who, I said George was not going fifth. Mm, I'm going to give it to Botti. Starting in six, bro. I'm giving the Bati. I'm have George. I have George finishing on like sixth or seventh if he doesn't do enough. All right, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say that um, Checo finishes first, starts swell, and kind of gets. Ahead you think Checo's gonna run it from? Okay, I like it. Uh, I just don't think Red Bull's gonna allow it, bro. Like, do you actually think Red Bull's gonna allow I'll it? I'll be so bitter, but I'm going <laughs> Checo one. Okay, I'm gonna go Charles two. Max three, Science four, Ocon fifth. You got Ocon fifth. Yeah. Not Alonzo. 
No. Actually, no, I'm putting Alonzo fifth. Sorry, I, I forgot Alonzo's. He's fifth right now. Yeah, yeah. Alonzo's you know, starting. Fifth. Uh, no. Right? Perez, Leclerc, signs for Stappen, Ocon, Russell, Alonzo. What? Ocon's the one that finished fifth? Yeah, bro. That is crazy, bro. I thought for the Alonso is one who he's one who hit his curb on. Yeah. Okay. 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 So yeah, you know what? I'll stick with Bottas. I'll stick with Bottas. I, I, you know, I'm gonna end up regretting that, but you know, I'll (laughs) ride out. I'll ride out with Bottas. And we're obviously keeping our draggers, Lance and Lando. Yeah. How did you feel Lance did today? Let's talk about that quickly. Um, he got into Q2, and he's the one who got in over Lewis. You know what? That's really sad. So it's really sad. So is is he off the good start right now? Like, are you saying like he he's done and for a dragger? He's uh he's on the right right trajectory. And I mean, your dragger obviously finished eleventh. But so. l- let's put in let's put in context though. Although my dragger was in eleventh, I don't think he had a better weekend than Lance so far. Because like I expect Lano to be in like the Q Q three. Are we are so? And I mean, obviously for Lance to be in fifteenth. We're happy with that, like, as far as... I think I'm happy with it. He finished, like, what, 17th or 18th last yeah. time? Yo, bro, I, just because we didn't even talk about it, Hulkenberg is definitely uh, not fresh in that Aston. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? As much as we talk about, like, Mercedes... I'm so happy out, K-Mag. What is, like, I, I will have to monitor the whole Mercedes, um, the Mercedes power unit cars, because none of them have done well at all. Oh man, it's it's really really sad. So just just to wrap it up, you have you have, have? Checo, Checo Charles, Charles Max, Max signs Ocon, and I got Charles Max Checo signs and Bottas. Yeah. Please don't make me eat my words, Bottas. Yes, sir. Okay, cool. Make sure you guys tap into Bet ninety nine. We always drop it at the end of the episode. But remember, we only promote responsible gambling. Only gamble within your means. Bet99 will match up to $600 of your deposit, 100% of it. So if you put in 500, they will put in 500 for you. If you put in a dollar, they will match a dollar for you. Make sure if you guys gamble, it's responsible. And we'll leave you guys with that. See you tomorrow. Peace.